0: and welcome back to the school pr podcast episode 70 so glad you are with us and a special guest today we're going to talk about one of the most valuable resources for a school pr practitioner that you can find it's been very valuable to me and i know thousands of other school communications pros discussion page and here to discuss that with us today david luther public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, teachers, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help educators help our kids. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Nichols Strategies. And now, here's your host, Ryan Ferran. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Ryan. It's good to be with you. So, David, before we jump in too deep, I know you've been in public education and school public relations for a long time. If you can just give our listeners kind of a uh, brief (laughs) bio of uh, your storied career and kind of uh, what brought you to where you are today. I thought you were going to say sordid career, but that's, uh,
1: yeah, sure, Uh, yeah, I started in education uh, back in the mid-80s, I was an English teacher at a high school, and uh, did that for a few years, and um, also worked as a school librarian, which was kind of an unusual gig for me, but uh, it was perfect timing, because it was that point that we were having children, and I didn't have a lot of take home work, which was cool. Uh, I would always been interested in the school communications role and the fellow that had the position uh, pulled me aside at one point and, and sort of did not, did not tell me he was retiring, but I felt like he was trying to figure out if I was a wingnut or if I was legit. <laughs> and uh, I ended up uh, being hired to uh, be the school communi- communication director for the Jefferson City Schools for 15 years. Uh, retired from that job and from public education uh, as far as the retirement system in 2014, and um, I was fortunate to be uh, hired by the Missouri School Public Relations Association as their executive director. They hadn't had one before, and so I've been doing that for a few years, and I also uh, work full-time as the director of communications for the Missouri Association of School Administrators. That's a superintendents group. So i um, pretty deep into uh, school communications and public education in
0: general. And so there's my bio for you. Nice. It's an impressive bio. And I'm on the <laughs> board of CALSPRA. So I know we we love and appreciate our executive director, Trinette. So I know you guys do uh, amazing work to help with uh, supporting school PR pros in Missouri and your state and what you do. So uh, yeah, I've been
1: very fortunate to, uh, to meet and work with Trinet too, and I think she is fantastic. You guys have a great executive director.
0: Yeah, we are we are blessed with Trinet for sure. She's doing an amazing job. We have our conference coming up too in March, and she's just uh, once again just doing incredible work to get everyone set for that. So, um, all right, David. So. You know, in school PR, one of the things that I first found out when I got into the field, I was a came from the journalism field and then got into school PR, just kind of on a whim. I was looking for a job and saw this job, so I thought I'd apply. And you know, I walk into the room and there's this panel interview. I was like, all right, this is this is something different than I've ever done before. But I soon found out about Kalspra, Luckily and then just the sharing nature that everyone has in school PR or learns to have. And, um, so I had my state organization and then just people, you know, mentors throughout the years that I could reach out to how important was kind of that to you getting started. And then that evolved from mentee to mentor, uh, in your career.
1: Well, I think that, uh, while we may not have had exactly the same track, uh, I think once we both discovered our state and national association, that's kind of a game changer. Uh, the the person who I followed into the school PR job ended up being one of my, my greatest mentors, and one of the first things he told me, he said, I was hired in June, and he said, in about a month there's going to be a conference, and uh, you need to be at that conference, I've already signed you up. And that was my first INSPRA uh, conference, it was in 2000, down in San Antonio, and it was fantastic, as as you know. It's just a real eye opener. I always feel like I've come away with you know three or six credit hours, college credit hours, and a lot of that is uh, you're building your network and you are meeting people who serve as as either formal or informal mentors. And um, so, I've been very fortunate in that regard. Roger Kurtz is the individual I was talking about a moment ago. He ended up being uh, and still is a mentor to me. Um, My superintendents have been mentors to me, but I can go way back and I can think about people when I was growing up who uh, were just uh, individuals that I had a lot of respect for and they were just, they were guardrails, sort of, you know, and uh, good listeners. And so I feel really, uh, I feel really uh, positive about uh, MOSPRA and INSPRA and uh, the people that I I have had time to work with and work for and, and to mentor.
0: That's fantastic and great job by Roger for noticing the talent and then the advice he gave is just, I mean, I think that's fantastic and we all do that. Um, One of the positives, I guess, if you will, silver linings from the pandemic was the importance of communications in school districts. Nobody knew what was happening, especially in the beginning, and everyone wanted to know. They wanted more information. And so more and more school districts were hiring, and we've seen a boom in our field, which has been fantastic because it's really growing. Um, I don't know, I've worked with superintendents and assistant superintendents who were like, I don't know how other districts do it without. And if they ever left to go somewhere, the first thing they're gonna do is get a communications person because everyone wants transparency, they demand it. Um, So our field is growing one of the first things I tell them is join Calspra, join your state chapter, and then I say join the School Communications Pros discussion page, because that I think is such a valuable resource for veterans too, but especially if you're coming into the field to really get help from quality people and just the group in there. How did this page come about? And uh, on behalf of everyone in it, I thank you for creating it. But how did this first start?
1: Well, um, first of all, I'm going to back up. You're exactly right. We have seen growth in our profession. Uh, uh, I was worried the opposite might occur initially when the mm-hmm. pandemic came came around but uh it was no it has actually uh it's helped our our professionals and our our professional associations grow so but anyway it's in regards to this page um so i have mixed feelings as most people do about social <laughs> media uh mm-hmm. and uh, and facebook in particular but uh it can be a great tool and um i i was I had just been hired as the executive director for MOSPRA, but I didn't want to do this uh, as a MOSPRA run page. Uh, I felt like it would probably be better if it was an individual doing it. And so I just started it mainly for our state association members, and uh, I think we probably had maybe 25 or 50 people at the beginning, but a couple of them are very, very active on social media. Um, many of your listeners know Melissa McConnell uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Melissa decided that most was not enough. And so she just started <laughs> inviting people and all of a sudden it just took off. And, um, you know, as I, as I told you before we began today, I paid very close attention in the early months of the page, uh, who I was, who was going to be on the page, who maybe would not be accepted on the page for a variety of reasons. I was paying a lot of attention to the content. I was asking permission to borrow content and stick it in our document vault, doing all that stuff, and um, it grew and grew and grew. And we hit like 500, and then a thousand. And I was like, okay, that it's not gonna. <laughs> that's enough. And as you just noted, we're now like 2,800, and uh, it's people from, you know. Every state in the country, from a lot there's a lot of Canadian members. We have some other international members. And uh, it, 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 but as, I, as as the page grew, uh, I became a little bit, I won't say I was overwhelmed. I just decided to step back and just let things transpire organically. Uh, most members are very respectful of the page. Uh, there's a lot of great content that is added, good questions. And if somebody asks a question, there's almost always response. Uh, a lot of the materials have been archived, not everything, but it was pretty much a page that took care of itself. Occasionally I would have somebody report misbehavior of some kind, and <laughs> I would diplomatically ad- address that as best I could, and, um, you know, it's it's just been great. However. Uh, um, I think that my time as the sole arbitrator of this page has come to an end. I told a friend of mine I don't like being judge and jury on a lot of this stuff, and so uh, I'm in the process now of uh, having several people who are uh, users of the page act as administrators, and I'll just kind of
0: back out. So I guess for people that don't—I mean, there's a lot of a lot of follow-up questions I have, but I guess for the. Um newbies who are new to the group I, I liked how you mentioned the the archive so there's a lot of problems with pages that get this big is some questions get repeated and repeated and you're missing the original thread that has you know 30 links of great resources you ask it again and people so what is the best way if somebody you know has a question that's probably been asked or is there something you can do before you ask a question to see if the answer already in the group
1: yeah you know that's that's, and most people who are on the page will very politely tell folks all right that 's the type of question 's probably been posed before, and so you can just you can just do a search on it on the key terms, and that will probably take you to some of the the uh, earlier conversations. I know uh, that um, I feel comfortable knowing that there's going to be people who are more adept at social media than me taking over this page because they 'll probably be, be much better. At archiving a lot of the materials, um, but yeah, people who are new to the page, you're right. I mean, you do get a lot of repetition questions. In fact, you'll almost always you can almost guess what it's going to be. They'll say, "Hey, I just I'm new to the profession, and I just I'm probably this has been asked before, but and so they'll pose that question. But um, yeah, you can just those individuals can just do a search and they'll they'll find some stuff. And what I found is there are people out there who are naturally very adept at certain parts of this field and after a while those people keep popping up over and over again I imagine if there was a question about podcast you would be one of those people who would weigh in on that and so you start to find out who the real stars are in certain areas and you can direct them to that and I used to be the one directing them to those people I would tag those people Mm -hmm. now everybody just does it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it seems like it has naturally taken over yeah the the first one is like, I'm new. Does anyone have a communications plan I could look at? So I can, you know, impress my superintendent with a 40 page plan that I'm never going to get to. And yeah, so you see that all the time, but yeah, it's true. You get tagged a lot. Cause you know, somebody asks about an internship, I'll get tagged or media relations. They'll, oh, maybe talk to this person, but I, that's so helpful too, because you naturally people have taken over for you because of like they know of somebody. Um, so it's kind of, a, a, that is such a nice asset to the group where it's like, um, you know, I don't have an exact resource, but you should, here's a person you should try and contact and, and they know this, they've dealt with this problem. Um, how, how has it been navigating at if anyone's ever managed a Facebook group, they understand some of the issues of, you know having to play judge jury and executioner uh, how how has that been over the years and do you have any guidelines you've developed as as you've learned and grow growth of the page
1: well um, those people who are on that page you know that there's an about section there's sort of and those are the guidelines uh, and and they're not terribly rigorous um, but i do there's a few things that i i I feel are important and I have respect for anyone who works in communications for school, for, for young people. You know, serv- it, it doesn't matter if you're private, parochial, charter, whatever your school system. However, for this particular page, uh, being a person who is very uh, invested in public education, that is one of the basics. You know, you I ask that they be, uh, they work in public education um, or they work, in a capacity that serves public education. Uh, so um, there are some people who don't, who are not allowed into the page. I, if they ask me why not, I'll be completely frank, uh, but sometimes it's just a cl- decline. Um, so, but I know that there's, I know there's a few people who are of those areas uh, that are probably on the page, and I haven't seen anybody that's done anything that it's caused me alarm. We also allow businesses to, uh, if they're in the field of education, uh, to be on, and we let them know up front, uh, this, is, uh, this is kind of a place, this is a place where people are going to have discussions. And sometimes those discussions might be about your business. And mm-hmm. you might, it might hurt a little bit now and then. Um, I also asked the, the business folks to, to not advertise their wares. Um, but uh, anyway, that's, that's, those are sort of the guidelines that I have. I also you know I think that levity is really important to school PR people <laughs> uh, so you know if somebody if if we know that times are tough it's okay to throw out something that's where there's a sense of humor involved in it however if it I, I try to guide it back to let's let's stay on stay on topic here um, but you know it's also a, a great page to celebrate each other and so we see that occasionally on the page too again i don't am I don't want to be judge and jury. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, I, I'm going to back away from the page. It'll be nice to have maybe 10 people who are administrating the page. Uh, that way, if there's a tough question that comes up, they can talk about it as a group and decide what they want to do. Um, so that's kind of where we're headed with it. But uh, again, I, I feel like uh, most of the folks on the page, they know what they're doing, and it's, uh, it's worked out well because of that.
0: Yeah. And I'll, I'll just say you've done a great job navigating it because it is way harder than people think. And you get things where you get people trying to sell or you, you there's a lot of those issues that pop up. Um, so I, I think you have done a really good job about it. What you said about public versus private too. I know a lot of the in the country have had that conversation about membership and pages and I tend to lean towards you, uh, too with public education, uh, and, I don't have a big bias against private, but there are equity issues and we educate everyone and they pick and choose and they you know, so it's I I am I am always more like this is for public education and, you know, Pepsi doesn't allow Coke in its conferences. And so it is direct competition and they are taking, you know, and it's you know, we take all students and they don't exactly do that. So there's differences there. And I think, you know, while school PR is this great sharing, Network and resource, and everyone's very open. I do think, you know, I, I close it off a kind of public education too. I kind of agree with that philosophy. Vendors too, it's always when I got in this field, I was just turned off by vendors. And then I started working for CALSPRA and I've gone to conferences and I realized how important they are to help support, you know. So let's work with them, not against them. I, I was the one that. You know, my first couple of conferences, I avoided the vendor halls like the plague. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere near there. And now I have some of my really close friends are vendors and work work in in that field in companies that work with school PR. And if it's done right, like you said, with your group, they're in there and they're learning. Um, it, It can be a great symbiotic relationship that everyone can work together. But there are times when it crosses the line. Same thing with our listserv over the years. I'm sure most of us listserv, you have that, you know, where can vendors chime in? And then sometimes somebody's just flat out going to be ripping a vendor to shreds, either on your page or in a listserv saying they're not responsive and I would never use them again. So there is that like tension where it's like information to help other people, not going to feel so good to somebody else so it 's a lot to to weigh in, and now I understand your your retirement from the <laughs> admin of the page
1: well and, and I will say uh, you're exactly right uh business members uh, vendors, whatever you want to call them um, i I have some i've worked with so many of them over the years, and you know the best of the best really, and many of them have come out of school p r actually and you know mm-hmm. they can they could provide a great service. I think for most of the businesses who are on the page, and there's not a lot, uh, probably if I added up all the businesses and consultants, it would, it would be fewer than 35, okay? And uh, you could probably guess who a lot of those are. And, um, you know, uh, they, they typically are, 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 they understand their role. It's a real great thing for them, though, too, because even if they never say or post a single thing... They can monitor the discussions that are taking place and they can help guide them in how they do their job or how they
0: mm-hmm. work
1: on how they produce their product, um, which probably, and I, I never did this, it probably could be monetized. Uh, you know, I think a vendor might say, you know what, I would pay to be a member of that page. I, since I didn't do it at the beginning though, it, it would have been tough to go back and, and do that. I think I'd probably get a lot of pushback. And as the executive director for a state association, I don't really want to offend those people because they, they are supporters of our association. And so it is what it is. I hate to use that cliche, by the way, but um, it's, it's, it tends to work out pretty well. I think that the business members, uh, by and large, they respect what's going on on the page. They respect the work that's being done by the professionals in the field. And so they kind of keep a lower profile. Uh, and, and to your uh, original question, not original question, but your comment about it's a public school thing. It really is in this particular instance because public schools are in competition with others, private, parochial, charter, whatever it might be. And uh, so um, I liked what you said. Pepsi doesn't, like Coca- doesn't let Coca-Cola into their conferences, and that's kind of how this is too.
0: Yeah, and it's it, the the vendor and business partner and the school PR, the spruz and spread. I mean, that has been a lifelong debate. And how do we manage? It's like traffic at schools. Like, yeah, we know there's traffic in front of the school. And it was traffic in front of the school 30 years ago. And it's going to be here in 20 years. So it's one of those things. You know, yeah, your cliche is like, Yeah, I don't like it either. But it is what it is. And it's it's not going anywhere. It's been here for a while. And so how do we best make this work for all sides? Leave it
1: to a school communications person to, to bring up, pick up, and drop off. I swear, right. every school district, right?
0: Because we get reminded about it every other week. It's like, do you know about the traffic at the school? It's like, yeah. Do you know those? Do you know the streets in front of our schools are not our streets? We can't control the uh, traffic. Anyway, but it's it's the same thing, and it's I've had I've been involved in some great you know discussions about the relationship with vendors, and to your your point and mine too is. If we didn't work with vendors, our SPRAs, our conferences don't happen, especially initially. We ha- we didn't have the membership. We didn't have the money. I mean, we need sponsors there to put on a conference. So even at the beginning, when I'm the guy walking around avoiding the vendors, what I didn't realize, if those vendors weren't there, I'm not there. I'm not learning. Like you said, with Roger put you in that first Mospra conference or the NSPRA conference, that was the greatest thing that happened to me for my career. I I went right away and learned more in three days at a CalSPR conference than I had in just, you know, however long I was doing it. So it it is an important relationship and, but it is one that's tough to navigate and issues always, always come up. Some of the, you talked about levity. One of the, you know, most entertaining and fun things I appreciate about the page is somebody will post and a hilarious GIF or, you won't believe what I just went through at this board meeting story and a picture. And it's just like, you read it, we can commiserate, you get a good laugh and, uh, get that camaraderie. What are some of the other things that you've seen through the years in the page that have been really kind of, um, I mean, you probably don't even realize at this point, just how life changing it is for people because they you're getting so much work done, but any others of those other success stories you've seen through, through the page or relationships? Well, uh, you know, (sighs)
1: Online relationships are certainly not unusual anymore. I mean, people you know meet their spouses and so forth. But with, the, with this particular page, I do enjoy the levity. I think that's important for people to have that. Uh, inevitably, there will be a, you won't believe what just happened to me moment. And then other people will follow up with their moments. I mean, really, probably somebody could compile that. I know there are already compilations of, of those types of things. But that's great, but you know, also, I think there is a, an actual support group feel to it at times too, where somebody is in a very difficult situation, they don't have to go into all the details. In fact, sometimes they'll take that offline, they'll do a personal message of some kind, but, if, but people recognize when someone's up against it. And uh, I've, I've seen a lot of really good advice given uh, in the, and given in the best possible way too. Um, and, uh, also there's all you, you occasionally will see someone saying, hey, look, look, you're, you're dealing with something kind of heavy. I'm certainly happy to help. I'm going to PM you my contact information. So that has been, that's uh, been very re- rewarding to see that not at all surprising. As we talked about at the opening of, of the show, this is a very sharing group. This is not. A private industry, uh, we do. Uh, you know, if anybody has a great idea, they're more than happy to share it. Um, we like to use the term admire and acquire. It used to be, <laughs> I'm steal that from you. Yeah. But um, that stuff's out there. And uh, I feel like, I, I, honestly, I feel like the pages has been a great service. It's a lot more than I ever thought it would be. Um, I think it's going to continue. I don't know what's going to happen with Facebook to tell the truth or any of the social media platforms that we are working in. Um, but I think it's been valuable and I hope it continues to, to serve, uh, members in our profession.
0: Well, you've done a great job and you're, you've just helped so many people through creating this page and creating the networks and the relationships. I know you also, um, you won't say this, but I'll say it for you, received the NSPRA mentoring award. Uh, that's pretty cool. How did that uh, come about? And obviously mentoring and helping others is, is big in your life and career.
1: It's really a, a huge part of my career. Um, as I mentioned, I've had some great mentors. <clears throat> um, there are a group of people in my association that uh, felt like I, I was doing a good job, you know, and that they recognized <laughs> that mentoring was important to me. And um, I was just so honored to be uh, recognized at the INSPRA conference and by, by my peers. And uh, I've you know, i had opportunity to look at the list of the other people who have received that award over the years, and it's named for Barry Gaskin, who was a former INSPRA president and a, uh, a mentor in his own right, and a very unique and fun dude, too. I didn't know him that well, but uh, a lot of people did. But um, it's just really important uh, that we have people in our lives who help us. And it doesn't take long before the mentee becomes a mentor to someone else and, uh, for example, we do it both formally and informally with MOSPRA. We have a program called Colleague Connections. We didn't want to call it a mentoring program per se because, as you know, people come from all walks to this field and they're not all just brand new. Um, You know, you have people who have been in the private sector who have been doing something completely different or maybe something similar they bring a lot to the table. So it's really just when they come in we want to put them with someone who can be their go-to person to introduce them around and to help them to be a sounding board. Also we have a lot we, we have a lot of superintendents that join Mospra and uh they don't always want to be mentored by the school PR person because, hey, they're the superintendents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't mind being connected with someone who can help them and guide them and give them some tips. And so, yeah, mentoring is important. This page actually offers up a sort of a, a kind of a quasi mentoring opportunity for people. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I really feel good about the mentoring side of my life and I, I feel grateful to those people who have helped me out. and. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that in Calsborough you have some people like that that just they just they find folks and help. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah, it's it's been so nice because I you know I was in journalism and it can be a very cutthroat and competitive field and it was you know it it was I loved it for years but once I saw once I saw the light and came to school PR. You just realize that there are people, and I was very competitive when I first got into school PR. My I remember my superintendent and a couple of people were were hosting a little conference. And they're like, "Oh, you should present, I'm like present, give away my secrets." Are you crazy? Like th- that was my mentality. Like, if what if the neighboring district came and saw my presentation, they're going to steal my techniques. That's I'm always I played sports. I, I love sports, and that I was in media, so I was always competitive with ratings. Like, how can we do better than the person next to us? And so but it took this field and having mentors that were willing to share to make me realize like, no, we're in this for the betterment of public education and for students. So if the person in the school district right next to me, they take my idea and it helps kids, their community build. and, and it makes a better experience for them. You know what? I'm all for it. So I, I was like that though. I was like, no, there's no way. Um, but, but I've really seen the benefits from mentors in my, in Calspra it was always Tom DeLapp, but all the, all the board members throughout the years, and I can, I name a million of them, um, but I'll leave them some out, but those were the ones that really had the experience. That's how they got on the board. And they, they were just so valuable. Um, to me. And so now that I'm on the board, I see, like you said, the re- the role has switched and people are calling me and they ask me for advice in different areas um, for expertise. But the school PR field is unique in that way. And you realize like everyone's in it together. Let's help each other, beg, borrow, steal, admire, inquire, whatever you want to call it, because you'll give something to somebody, but you'll also get something from somebody too. So I just love that about school PR. I tell my media friends, you know, I still have a lot of friends working in the media I said, you won't experience anything like this and you will get, um, you'll get Thanksgiving and Christmas off, you know, in the media you're like, yeah, exactly. Um, So David, what other, so it's been great for me too. And I've I've seen the switch, which is just great. So my advice for new people coming in is join your state SPRA, join NSPRA, join the School Communication Pros discussions page. We'll put a link in the description, by the way, if you're not already in that. Um, What other advice do you give for people just starting out? Like what should they do to to get up to speed as quick as possible?
1: Honestly, I think you you just named the things that I would say, Um, you know, get involved in your state association. Get involved in INSPIRA, go to the national conference. You know, any opportunity you have to get some professional development, take advantage of that, and and build your network. Um, I've been very fortunate to have great folks here in Missouri that I work with, but I have I have uh, friends and colleagues that I call upon all across the country. You mentioned Tom a minute ago. Uh, those people exist a- across across the states and uh, i would just tell them you, you need to build those connections and going to those those state conferences that's that's the first step and then going to the national conference wow that's a gift it's always fun to see someone who's never been to those before mm-hmm. and how blown away they are and you know you, you the tip you want to give them is you need to focus on a few things otherwise you're just it's going to overwhelm you <laughs> but i don't usually say that i'm just like let them go and be overwhelmed <laughs> You know, the next time they go, they'll figure out, oh, maybe I'm going to focus on the, these three or four things. But uh, no, Ryan, you're exactly right. Those are the things that I think most people need to hear. And, and the, ones that, uh, the ones that do that, they generally find success. And mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, that's kind of where I am with that too.
0: That's awesome. And that's one of the reasons I actually started this podcast years ago was somebody reached out to me that was dealing with a, a missing student. And they're like oh my god never dealt with this i saw you dealt with this can you help so i was like talked them through it and they were new to the field and i said you know you want to work with the police the family like make sure you contact them like don't just be putting stuff out there without talking to the family so i gave some advice and i said you know, and when i was a journalist i did some podcasting and i've always been interested i'm like you know maybe I'll do a podcast about this because it helped this person. This is not going to be the last time somebody deals with this. So that's really how this school PR podcast was started is, uh, somebody reached out to me for some advice. I'm like, well, I think others could use this advice. But as I said earlier, 10 years ago, I would have never done something just to like, here's, here's some ideas and tactics and strategies to use, but now I have. You're mine. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But now it's episode 70 and, you know, I've gotten, uh, good response from it and it, it is nice it also there's uh, that good feeling when you're giving others and you're mentoring so it, it's been uh, very rewarding to do so. So when people reach out to you, what are your kind of your areas of expertise within school PR that you really kind of enjoy working through or um, what are what are some of your go-to areas?
1: I feel like uh, I'm a pretty good person to get a hold of if you have a a crisis situation, and I'm not talking necessarily about you know the worst of the worst, those you know school shootings and things. But there are crisis and emergencies every day, and uh, I always tell folks you can call me or text me, and. There's going, to be a pretty, there's going to be a chance I'm not going to have the answer, but I've been very fortunate. I know nearly every one of our members in our state, uh, and I could tell this person, whoever it is, you need to talk to Jill Filer. She's been down the road on that, or you need to talk to Chris Tennell, or whoever it might be. And so I'm good about directing traffic and sending them to the right person if I don't have the answer. Uh, like you, uh, there, I, I actually have some technical skills. Although I will say, time has passed me by a little bit. Uh, I used to use video a lot, and I was sort of a little bit ahead of the curve on that. Uh, I was one of those guys. I'm going to really date myself here, as if my image enough is not dating me. But I was, I had a one of those big VHS things on my shoulder, shooting film, and I would go to the local uh, 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 public. Uh, television station and they would let me edit stuff and uh, uh, so I I did early video and then I was able to transition to other types of video and I still get mocked by my my colleagues across the state I did a workshop on uh, doing video uh, That was probably at about 2002 and I remember there was a handout that said remember keep your video short and I think I said something like seven minutes is is about right Okay, well, um, that is no longer even close (laughs) to true, and so uh, there was a session uh, just a couple of years ago, and Derek Duncan, who was one of the very finest videographers in in the country, in my opinion, for school PR, used me as the butt of a joke. He held up the handout from years ago, and he said, here's this guy that thinks seven minutes is great, you know, and he's talking about now we're down to like a minute or 30 seconds, so... But anyway, I feel like those are some of my strengths, and I don't give advice on a lot of those now because I'm not as uh, up to date on them as others. But uh, uh, mainly, just uh, you know, knowing who to send people to for help is, and that and that fits well in my in my position as executive director too.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true. If I, if I don't know something, I know who knows it. So that's that's such a good that just proves your relationship and your networking. If I don't know somebody like, you know, somebody calls me about, I need to put this data analysis report. I'm like, call Trinette. Like, that's not really my wheelhouse, but I know Trinette is amazing at that. Um, yeah. You're talking about crisis on our podcast, school PR podcast. Uh, episode 24 is with Rick Kaufman, who was the PIO wow. at yeah. Columbine um, yeah. when he went through that. So um, if, if you're new to this, you uh, PR podcast we have a lot of those interviews with the experts and how to do video social media crisis uh all sorts of stuff we actually uh recent episode talked about chat gpt have you gotten in a uh, chat gpt at all david yet
1: uh oh, i've been doing a little reading on it and i find it fascinating that uh, ai is uh getting uh, it's becoming amazingly adept uh, almost a little bit scary, but uh, it's super cool. You know, I, I'm very interested to learn more. and I did see that you had a podcast
0: on that recently. I'll be checking that out. Yeah, it's um, so it's a couple guys were telling me about it, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, didn't really. And then another guy told me about. It. I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta look at this thing. Once you play with it a little bit, you'll want to talk about it for a week with everybody because it is. I had it write a press release for us and it wrote it and it was pretty darn accurate. It included a quote from my superintendent, which I didn't tell it to do, but I always do. Um, It was scary, fascinating and uh, it's just gonna get better. So yeah, I actually talked to, uh, had on the podcast, our chief technology officer and our chief strategy and innovation officer who are really into tech and AI and um, what this thing is doing is just fascinating um so if you haven't played with it yet uh check out that podcast or or just hop hop on a chat gpt and just put in a prompt i mean it does anything from write a press release gives you a christmas list for your wife write you a song um, it's pretty fun stuff um, so going forward david is there anything else that people should know about the facebook group um, hop in it's going to change a little bit, anything that uh, the folks should know?
1: You know, I don't see any dramatic changes coming up. Um, I, would, I would ask those people who are out there using the page now, recommend it to others. Uh, there are a series of like three questions that they need to answer when they come on. People forget to do that, so I'll try to text them and let them know. Um, no, I, I imagine the page will probably continue to grow and there will be organic changes in it, just as there are changes in, in our field. Um, but, uh, no, I, 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 uh, the only thing I would say is, uh, obviously I was a marketing genius when I came up with the stupidest title for that page. <laughs> I mean, it, it, this does not roll off the tongue at all, but it, it is exactly what it says it is. It is, it is. <laughs> but anyway, really no, cool. uh, I, I think it's a, it's a good thing and I appreciate you, uh, giving me a little bit of time to talk about it and uh, hopefully it'll continue to serve our, our, uh, professionals in the field.
0: I don't know if i asked you what year did you start this how long has it been around
1: i think it was either 2014 or 2015 so it's been around six or seven years yeah
0: yeah it's just it's you know it's up there with you know i tell people join join your state SPRA, join nspra and um actually you know it's top two or top three things i tell them to do join this facebook group you know i do a little consulting or people call me and they got somebody new they were looking to train and those are here's some things to do right away and and joining uh your facebook group is a top of that list so we appreciate uh everything you've done with that page um the admin work on it and going through it setting it up and monitoring it i don't think people realize how much work that takes how much of a mental toll to go through some of those issues but really appreciate you doing that for the betterment of the field. And I think that people in that Facebook group have really appreciated having it there, whether it's I got to let off some steam, or I'm really screwed, I got something I need to do. And I've never done it before. And they get 10 responses within 20 minutes. Um, You've done a lot of great work for people, we should all be sending you Christmas gifts and cards, (laughs) uh, and the like, but just on behalf of everyone in that group, uh, thank you for creating it, your mentoring, and managing it for all these years. It's been fantastic. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate that. Anything else before we let you go, David? I know we, uh, we talked about the seven-minute video. The podcast are kind of the same, but now we're getting a little bit back to long form and podcasting. Uh, <laughs> anything else you want to plug or mention that's coming up in MoSpray or anything uh, that you have on the table?
1: Well, you know, I did see uh, INSPRA is now doing their call for session proposals. That just popped up today. So uh, I'll put a plug in for Inspira and the Seminar, which, by the way, is going to be in St. Louis, Missouri, this July. Of course, St. Louis in July, it's going to be probably in the 60s or low 70s. No humidity. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. However, two cool things. Uh, the Cardinals are playing at home, and uh, we have a new Major League Soccer team that is going to be playing at home while that conference is going on. Uh, so we hope to... We are saying meet, meet me in St. Louis, and uh, so hopefully we'll see a good group in July. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always gonna be a proponent of uh, the good work of INSPRA, and uh, they have a great crew uh, there, and so uh, get out and attend that conference. As far as MOSPRA, we have a spring conference coming up. We are very fortunate, as I mentioned, I work for both the superintendent Association and for the school PR folks, and we have a joint conference in, uh, in March. And this has been a great thing for us. I know we're tying up, we're going to finish up this podcast, but I will tell you this. If you can develop a relationship with your superintendent's association and have a joint conference, you will see growth in school PR in the profession. And uh, the superintendents, they love having us there. It's good It's good for them too, but it's really great. It's great for our association. So that's. those are the things coming up in Missouri. Meet me in St. Louis in July. And... Uh, that's about it.
0: Great advice. I echo all that. Great people at ANSPA. They are doing great work. The conference is amazing. If you've never been, get there. St. Louis, the game, the cards, that sounds amazing. Uh, hopefully we'll see everyone there. David Luther, the creator of the Facebook page, School <laughs> Communications Pro's discussion page. Long title, but it is it could not be more accurate, my friend. Great job. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the podcast. We appreciate all your work. Thanks, Ryan.